the voted least likely podcast has been nominated for the best in Vancouver awards for the Georgia Strait. Um, I am so blown away. I honestly, I cannot believe it. You guys, when I saw this, I was a very emotional day. This podcast launched last year and I cannot believe we are up for this award. So if this show has helped you in any way and has made you feel less alone or given you a boost, I would be so honored if you could vote for us. It would mean the world. The more people we can reach, the more people I can connect with, and the more people we can make feel less alone in whatever journey they're on. I'm going to put the link in the show notes, and it would just mean the world to me to have your vote. Thank you so much to everybody who nominated us. Um, I can't freaking believe it. Thank you, you guys. Okay, let's get on with the show. Welcome to the Small Business Series. I registered my business 10 years ago and I did just about everything wrong for the first six of those years. This podcast is all about failure, perseverance, and mindset, but I wanted to launch this mini series to narrow in on the business side of things. The goal of the Voted Least Likely podcast is to make you feel less alone on your journey, but I also really want to give you tools to achieve your goals and live a fulfilled life while building your dream. So let's dive into some of the tactical tips. In each episode, I'm going to cover a topic that I wish I knew more about when I was just starting, and I'm going to tell you how I failed in it, what I have learned, and then leave you with some resources to dive in further. This series is all about taking action. Okay, let's get started. Welcome to the Voted Least Likely podcast. I am your host, Leah Yard. I'm a high school dropout who accidentally became an entrepreneur. After spending over a decade working minimum wage jobs, having a complete mental breakdown, and losing all confidence in myself, I somehow started a successful jewelry company. I am the least likely person to have ended up in the fashion industry, the least likely person to have overcome crippling anxiety, and the least likely person to have ever had the confidence to share my story. And I know if you are here, you've likely felt something similar. This piece of internet real estate is a place for us to share how we overcame our own obstacles and found a place to thrive, even if it was the last place we ever thought we would end up. We are talking all things related to failure with a little sense of humor on the side. It's time to expose the narratives we tell ourselves and the ones the world places on us. This is the Voted Least Likely Podcast. This is the final episode in the small business series, and it's actually a completely different topic than I had planned. Originally, I was going to talk about the power of planning because I wanted this mini series to be as tactical as possible and give you actionable steps at the end of each episode. And that is still my goal. But I decided to end this series on something that's harder to put into steps. Vulnerability. The reason I've switched gears this week to talk about something as immeasurable as vulnerability is because this past Saturday, I hosted a 10 year anniversary event to celebrate a decade in business. And the thing that I thought of the most when I was there was the importance of vulnerability in business and how much that has played a role in my success. 
I registered my jewelry brand, Leah Yard Designs, in 2013. And I'm going to be honest, I was terrified to host this event. I've hosted other pop-ups that are sample sales, which are easier to get people to come out to because it's a chance to grab a great deal. Sample sales are fun. They're like a treasure hunt. But this specific event was about celebrating my business. And I thought, I mean, who other than me cares about this brand? And I wasn't the only one who was worried. My partner, Kyle, even posted about it online to help promote it. And I've done an entire episode on how inactive Kyle is on social media. So we were worried. What if after 10 years, no one comes? What if there's no proof of growth? What if what I'm building doesn't matter? What if I don't matter? So Saturday morning, I was sweating. I was pacing around and sweating. I had two other brands joining and these brands are two that I absolutely adore and I wanted this event to be worth their while too. They were spending their Saturday with me and I wanted it to be a great experience for everyone. So we're setting up, I'm sweating and pacing, I'm, I'm not being helpful at all to anybody. Kyle is of course remaining calm and helping out and it was about, I don't know, 40 minutes before the doors were opening and I heard chatter and I looked outside and we had a lineup. There were people, people who have cheered me on for years, lining up to celebrate this milestone. It was an incredible day. It was overwhelming in the best way. I got to connect with customers and reminisce about life, how we met, the events I used to host in our in our one bedroom apartment. There's history there. And this shared history, these relationships and community, this has all been built because of vulnerability. It's the foundation of my business. Brene Brown describes vulnerability as uncertainty, risk and emotional exposure. Now, I get that that doesn't sound like something you should mix with business. But when you think about it, isn't that what entrepreneurship is? Uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure? There are few journeys I can think of that are as uncertain as building something out of nothing. And I grew up around people who were always quote-unquote right. They had this very strong, unshakable confidence that they knew the best answer to everything. There was a strong sense of superiority kind of a our way or the highway type thinking. And I always felt very uncomfortable because I always felt very uncertain. The right way was never clear for me. And it wasn't that I didn't trust myself enough. It was that I always knew that I didn't know. I wasn't one of those teenagers who thought they knew everything. In fact, I've never thought I've known anything for sure. I think in terms of gray areas, so I see all kinds of possibilities, options, methods, and when I started my business, I tried really hard to be a person of certainty, because that's what I thought of when I thought of a business owner, and that's what I thought I had to be like, someone who is bullish, who is decisive, powerful, and right, and I couldn't fit in that box. I tried for years. And I think that's partly why I stayed behind the scenes for so long. I thought if I put myself out there, I had to present myself as a person who has it all together, who always knew the answer. 
And then I realized no one has it all together. And I also realized that's fine. That's normal. So even though this is a gray area, we can, we can get tactical. Let's first talk about what vulnerability isn't. It's not weakness. It's not being a pushover or being easily manipulated. Vulnerability is the willingness to say, I don't know, or I was wrong, or I'm sorry, I need help. This is my responsibility. Thank you. I appreciate you. Those are hard things to say sometimes, and it takes strength to be willing to put yourself out there. And here's what that means on the other side as a customer or as somebody you serve. When a brand makes a mistake and they own up to it and take accountability, that's vulnerability and that builds trust. I've made lots of mistakes. I try very hard not to, but I know I'm going to make more mistakes in the future. And I'm not scared because I know I will do my best to make it right when I mess up. I will hold myself accountable when there's a mistake in my business. The people you are serving need to trust you. So let's talk about vulnerability in messaging. I once read an interview with a designer and she was talking about how when she designs, the sort of top thing she makes sure is that each piece has a cool factor because she sees her brand as a very cool brand and her customers are cool. And that's cool. But when I read that, I didn't feel cool. Now, I'm not her customer, and I don't want to build a community based on cool factor. The event this past Saturday wasn't about coolness. I had conversations with customers that were real. I talked to somebody who had overcome cancer, another who was nervous about starting a new job. Somebody else had just gotten engaged, and we were all celebrating. It wasn't about status. It's about connection. And don't get me wrong, cool brands need to exist. Expressing yourself with the brands you align with is what it's all about. And the important thing about all of this is that even though the fashion industry is wildly saturated, that other brand and I won't share the same customers. I'm a high school dropout who lived on an isolated lighthouse island as a kid. I didn't get my first real haircut until I was, I don't know, 13 or something. I'm, I'm not the right person to serve the cool kids. Your messaging can say two things about you. People will either want to be you or want to know you. Vulnerability brings out the latter. So how can you incorporate this into your business? First off, I want to say this, you can't force it. Just as I was trying to force being right and certain, you can't force being vulnerable. And there are different degrees to it. Showing up on social media and taking people behind the scenes is vulnerable, and that can be enough. There's this trend of oversharing out there, but you don't have to tell everyone everything. I once heard someone say, share online what, would you, what you would share if you were sitting next to someone on an airplane. And I love that perspective because it's different for everyone, but it sets a really clear boundary for everyone. I'm very open about my past, about my insecurities in business, um, the mistakes I've made. Hell, I launched a podcast <laughs> to broadcast my failures, but that's my level of comfort. And on an airplane, if someone asked me, 
I'd share those things. But you have to find the boundaries that are comfortable for you. At the end of the day, business has changed. The people you're serving, your customers, they want to know there's a human behind the brand. They want to peek into your life, your story. Own your story. You can share as much or as little as you like, but you have to find the humanness in it. There are still huge pieces of my life I don't share online or in my business. I've found a balance that works for me that I'm comfortable with. You are in control with how much people get from you. So start with brands, businesses, public figures that you love. I mean, if you think about it, most celebrities we are drawn to are ones that we feel like we know, right? They're people we feel we can relate to or that, you know, you could actually talk to and have a conversation. Start to notice how people or brands let you in. People remember stories. What story are you telling? How does this story help other people? Last year, I launched this podcast because I was tired of working in the fashion industry and feeling so alone. I felt alone because my story was so incredibly unglamorous compared to other designers. I always was the imposter at every event. Every time I did an interview, it, I just felt so uncomfortable and ashamed. So I changed the narrative and I started using this story as a point of connection. I want other people to feel less alone. And so I use my story to build my brand and connect with the people who are aligned with that messaging. I'm not for everyone. I am not for the cool kids. But you are in control of your story, your boundaries and your brand message. What makes you who you are? Who do you help? And then how can you connect those dots? When you start approaching your messaging through this lens, it's like talking to your best friend. You start to open the doors to deeper meaning in your business. I've said it before, business has changed. It's personal. It's political. It's meant to be fulfilling. How can you bring yourself into your business to bring your business to life? I believe... It starts with vulnerability. Thank you so much for being here. I really hope this episode gave you a boost of encouragement to follow your own path, even if it's a little unruly or has a few more weeds than you expected. I would love if you could share this with somebody important to you. We never know who needs a boost. If you'd like to learn more, you can find me at www.leayard.com. And if you want to see a little more behind the scenes, you can connect with me on Instagram at leayard. And now I will leave you with this. We all have more in common than we do not. Be kind when you can. Judge less, less often, and never, ever underestimate your own potential. I'll see you next week.